When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Michael, you and I have had this conversation many a time. Uh, privately, offline, on camera, I believe. We just talk about, like, Uh-oh. black people greetings. Black people greetings. Okay. More specifically, yeah. old black men greetings. I'm talking about, like, oh, I can't call it. Oh, you know, another day, call- another dollar. You know? Oh, right. I, and, and my favorite, and this is universal, I can't complain. Okay? I can't complain. Right. Okay, the most complaining people will say, I can't complain. Okay, <laughs> so right. you know, but just right. there's just those different things that people say that we, we just get it, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, another day above ground, you know, that's just right, that, just di- different, that's just right. things that we understand to be as a people. Too blessed you know, to be blessed stressed, in, blessed and highly blessed favored. And highly you know, favored. The, list, the yeah. list goes on, the list goes on, right? I want to focus in on I can't complain. Because complaining takes a lot of energy, okay? And as I get older, as I go through, and as I go through some things, I'm starting to learn that. Like, complaining just takes a lot of energy. Um, I'm talking about the NBA All-Star Game. And All-Star Weekend in general. Okay. But the NBA All-Star oh. Game. What I'm not going to do, what I'm not going to do in my 45th year on this here planet, and my 20-something year of doing this, whatever you call this, is I'm not going to complain about the NBA All-Star game. I woke up this morning and I made up in my mind. I woke up on the right side of the bed. I woke up in my right mind. And I decided. That keep I going. Was, you got to keep going. Right. I'm, you got to keep going with what they did. <laughs> I'm trying to get it. Like, listen, I woke up and I decided that I was not yeah. going to complain and lament the current state of NBA All-Star weekend. Even after a team cracked 200 points last night. I'm not going to sit up here and say, oh, man, the good old days. Oh, when they used to take it seriously. Oh, when they used to play defense. They mess around for three quarters, but in the fourth quarter, they get serious. Whatever happened to the East-West rivalries? Whatever happened to people understanding that the game, that it grew the game and it had to be taken? You know why I'm not complaining? Because ain't nothing going to change. Because ain't nothing going to change. This okay. is me. This is me accepting the things that I cannot change or we cannot change and the courage yeah. to know the difference. Okay, like I understand because it's, I feel like a broken record. Forget the records that were broken last night. It's a broken record at this point where every year, without fail, the day after the All-Star game, we're talking about everything that's wrong with the All-Star game and how the game is dead. And how we have to fix the all-star game. Or we have to go back to, as we did last night, East versus West because the solutions weren't working. For me, man, at this point, 
I choose to consume the all-star festivities, in particular the all-star game, for what they yeah. are, not for what yeah. I wish they were or for what they should be, you know? I tell it like it is and I tell it how it could be. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm, I, I would prefer that we all just enjoy the game for what it is and enjoy the, the shooting displays. I mean, Damian Lillard's shot, shots last night were incredible. Tyrese Halliburton doing his thing on his home court was incredible. I don't know how the hell Cat Williams, not Cat Williams, <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns, sorry. Cat Williams. I don't know how Carl hey, Anthony hey, Towns Williams. got, when did, he get, when did he get 50 points? Like, that, that, was, the, that was the sneakiest 50 points I've ever seen right. in a basketball game. Um, you know, there was some fun moments. Luka Doncic's failed dunk, you know, for example. There was, Steph Curry had moments. It, it, was, it was fun for what it is. If we're constantly complaining about the way things used to be, could be, would be, should be, um, or what they're not, then we're never going to enjoy things. That's general. That's, I don't know who can hear this. That's in general. You're never going to yeah. enjoy things or appreciate things for what or who, as the case may be, what or who they are. And so when it comes to the All-Star Weekend, it is what it is. And I'm okay with that at this point because I'm tired. I'm tired at my old age of complaining about something that's not going to change. They're not going to start playing defense. They're just not. They're not, they're not going to they're not going to take it seriously. They're not going to be competitive. We have a hard enough time. It's got the modern NBA has a hard enough time getting players to play in regular season games to participate <laughs> in enough right. regular season games. That's right. Why do you think they're going to take the all-star game seriously? <laughs> no matter how game. much we complain <laughs> about it, like let right. it go, let it go and just walk away. <laughs> no, no, don't walk oh, that's away. Funny. You know, <laughs> that's, that's funny. Uh, and that, you, you know, you talk about, uh, you know, you're not going to not going to complain. You know, that old song since you're raised in the church. Have you ever seen that song in the church? All of my good days <laughs> outweigh my bad days. I won't complain. Everybody goes, oh, oh. <laughs> I won't complain. <laughs> oh, Reverend oh, Paul Jones. No, 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 Paul no, no. Jones. Listen, listen. The, the catching of the Holy Ghost is my favorite part of what you just did because I had a yeah. flashback. I had a flashback to my to my young men's usher board days. Oh yeah, there it is. Tell them, people, tell them about it. Like, this is like you can't get this anywhere else. Tell them about the usher board. They don't know about the usher board. They don't know about it. I was the, the young, president of the young men's usher board. I was the president of the young men's usher board at my Come grandfather's on. church all throughout my teenage years. Yeah, man. And so it was our responsibility to carry the women uh, who who fell out with the Holy Ghost at the altar to that song and others. No, I didn't at the altar in yeah. the pews. Man, you know how many people had to pick up from between the pews? Like Ooh, I'm, not, I'm almost like the pews, I'm almost like been a construction worker. They're like yeah, man. And then you got to carry them out without their dresses getting you know exposing too much. Carry them into the fellowship hall. You know. Hey, people hey, just hang out in the fellowship hall because they, long after the Holy Ghost had left, they just be in the fellowship hall just chirping. You ever notice that? They just they just be there just chirping. Just like, wait a minute, y'all, y'all get back in church. Y'all, y'all over here calling, hey. making all this noise. Get back in church. I'm sorry. Flashback. See, that's different. They, I'm not. I like the flashback because they fell out in the pews at your church. That's oh, man. See, the like pews. at our church, at our church, you had they call you up. They call you up the bishop. Now, who made you right. bishop? I don't know, but he called himself <laughs> bishop, and we called him bishop too. Anyway, uh, bishop uh, would, would put some put some oil on you. He, he anoint your hair with oil, and they had these huge hands, 
and he and sometimes he'd push you out. <laughs> he just push you down. He pray over you. It wasn't up to you. Fall out. It wasn't up to you. All right, you gonna fall one way and, or the other. And, <laughs> and some people do the same thing every week. Every week, you know, I'm like, oh, he about to get happy. I know he did this last week. Oh, he's about to shake. Right there, right? it is. So anyway, <laughs> I like love clockwork. that. I love the flashback. We could we could have a whole show on that. But I'll tell you, yeah, I like what you said about the All Star Game. You said what it is. I guess the the question is, what is it? We got to define what the All Star Game is. And so other a three sports, po- a three point shooting a three point shooting a mixtape. It's 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 the it's, it's the three point shooting contest. That's not the contest and low-key. It's the dunk contest, but not in the dunk contest. All they do is shoot threes and throw alleys to themselves off the backboard. That's it. (laughs) That's what it is. And and just like hey, how many like how many how many numbers can we how many numbers can we kind of push? What kind of shots can we how many shots can we take that are outrageous? Let's see what we can do in this game. You know what it is? Half court now. NBA All-Star game. You know what the NBA All-Star game is? Not only is it a uh, you know the, the mixtape that you've seen, it's a test kitchen. The NBA All Star Game is a test kitchen for players to go out there to see what they can do for themselves, to see what they can do with other players. That's what we're talking about. And other sports are not having these conversations because, speaking of the Holy Ghost, they gave up the ghost a long time ago. So, Major League Baseball, once upon a time tried to attach the all-star game to home field advantage in the World Series. That wasn't smart. Even in real time, it wasn't smart. And then people figured out that's not a good way to go. NHL all-star game looks nothing like an NHL game. And can we talk about the Pro Bowl? I enjoyed it. It was fun. It's flag football, essentially. People are just messing around. It's seven on seven, man. (laughs) Like, why do we think NBA fans why do we think that we're going to get a real game because for you old school folks and I was there I watched it it wasn't even like that back in the day it wasn't yeah, like that wasn't. back in the day we, we remember the fourth quarters and we romanticized some of those fourth quarters some of those iconic fourth quarters you know and, and that was how it was year after year You're absolutely right it was never super super competitive it was more competitive than it is now make no mistake about yes. it Okay, right, but and it was there was a lot more emotion so so much has changed so much has evolved man It's like, you know, and, and I don't want to be in this I'm, I'm an old man yelling at clouds enough to not be in this case It's like talking about today's generation of kids like they got stuff that we never had growing up You know what I'm saying? Like it's just they, they're that. not going to function the same way. You we got do. it You got it. That's exactly the point. Look all right, I, I, I'm old enough to remember. This is where the age difference uh, gives me an advantage. I'm old enough to remember an all-star game uh, in the Richfield Coliseum. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Richfield, that's outside of Cleveland. All right, so the, the Cavaliers were not good. This is long before LeBron James. An all-star game, Richfield Coliseum in the 80s. May 81, 82, I can't remember. It's some, somewhere in the 80s. And, uh, you know, the score was high. They were like, oh, I can't believe how score to high, how, how high the score is. It's like 120 something. It's like 123 to 120, something like that. All right. But in those days, think about it, in the early 80s, you didn't have the NBA on TNT. You didn't have direct TV. You didn't have, you know, uh, the game, you know, ESPN, ABC, and all these opportunities and NBA TV you couldn't see all these players. So some players, Michael, 
came into the All-Star game, especially if mm. you didn't play in L.A. or Boston or Philly. Moment. Some players came to All-Star games like, I'm about to prove myself. They, yeah. A lot of people don't know what I can do. This is my opportunity to prove what kind of player I am. And they were competitive because that was all. That was the only platform they had yeah. for everybody yeah. to look at them. Well, I, I don't or want that it, to come back. I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. we can see games all the time. Yeah. I'm glad I know. Or was there a way? I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I know Wait, players for the Utah Jazz and the Sacramento Kings and Orlando right. Magic, like non-LA, Boston, uh, New York markets. So look, it, it, they just go kick it. Okay. It's a party. It's a it's a week long party. It's a it's a weekend party. You can't the throw NBA's a party. party. Thank you. That's perfect. You can't throw a party and then at the end of it say, okay, y'all go to work. It's like, no, the whole weekend is vacation. It's a party. So asking them to actually work at the end, that's not how they're wired to do it. Like there's just too much there's too much socializing. We've already talked about for years we've talked about how the game has evolved. I guess, you know, chalk it up to player empowerment, whatever you want to chalk it up to. More and more players work out together, more and more players are friends, more and more players team up. People switch conferences. I mean, Damian Lillard won MVP for the Eastern Conference last night. Like player movement is much uh, more of a regular thing than it was back in the day. So the natural rivalries that carried over into the All-Star game don't exist. But we've, we've long since covered that. I think what you saw last night, more so than I can remember, and it's not a new thing, but and maybe I'm just late to recognize it, is what's, what's killed the All-Star game, honestly, is three-point shooting. And, this is, and I'm not blaming Steph. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, I, I missed the days where there was no three-point shot, but it's that right. everybody can do it. Everybody can shoot threes and shoot them from distance and shoot them effortlessly. The three-point shot, even the contest. Not from half court like him, though. Well, not quite, but I'm, I'm you know, but uh, wow. Steph, Steph can. I'm sure a lot of them can. But Dame takes it to another level from most guys. Um, what was I saying? Oh, even the contest itself, and I'll get to the contest, and more specifically, uh, I know they didn't call it the Battle of the Sexes, but the NBA's version of Battle of the Sexes, um, in a second, but even the contest itself is somewhat antiquated because it's not a novelty anymore. You're not special if you can shoot threes well. Everybody can shoot threes well. Maybe not as well as Steph or Damian Lillard, who's you know won it back to back now. But everybody can do it. It's not a. It, it doesn't make you unique. Whereas back in the day, it's like, oh man, a three point shooting contest. Oh, yeah. That was the best three point shooters in the league. Not necessarily, right. you know. And it mattered when Larry Bird walked and talking about who's finishing second. Like who finishes second? Random, <laughs> random dudes finish second now. Like it just—it's not a thing anymore. And so in the All Star game, you're gonna get the 211 points when they're taking 153 pointers. It's like that's all they're doing is shooting threes. It's hard to defend. It adds up quickly. That's what the game is. That's why dudes are scoring 70 points like it's nothing in regular season games. There's already a conversation. Some would say a, an issue or a problem about the explosion of offense in regular season games. Why would that not manifest itself in an all-star game with no defense at all? I mean, this is just where the game is, and I don't think there's any turning back the clock. I don't think there's any solution well, to fixing it, although I, I am interested in your proposed solution, which is shorten to it. shorten it. Shorten it. Take it away. Shorten it. So, so look, Mike, uh, maybe there's no, there's no going back, and you won't get uh, the Stylistically. 
Stylistically, all, that's what I mean. Stylistically, the all-out yeah. competitiveness that you're looking for. But if you turn this, if the game is already not a normal game, we'll go ahead and play around with it. You know, uh, test some things out in there. So instead of making it, uh, you know, your, our, our normal games are our, our 48 minutes. Uh, make it 30. Make uh, go two halves, 36, whatever it is. You just you you're gonna have you're still gonna have the fun in there. You're still gonna have the three point shooting. You're still gonna have people who are just kind of messing around. But after 36 minutes and those final six, it's probably gonna be somebody's gonna be within 10 to 12 points. Like the more time you have, the more opportunities you're gonna have for 211 to 186. You ain't getting two yeah. and eleven at, at thirty six minutes. That just ain't happening. Yeah. You can bomb all day long. You can have uh, three points. Everybody can take three pointers. Say, hey, nobody go to the hoop. So, take three so you got you got, a, you got a lower final score. It doesn't. It's not as eye popping. But does it really matter? Because it's the same. It's gonna be the same game, right? I, I don't know. It. I don't know if it'll be the same game because if if you know if you know that there's a limited amount of time, you've already got a shelf life. You're on a different kind of clock. Literally, you're on a different clock than you are in a regular season game. All right, you might be able to push it for You might go all out for real in minutes, you know, 29 to 36, because most of these guys are playing like at 48 minutes. If they're used to that 30 minutes, some, some dudes be like, man, yeah. I ain't even sweating yet. Hey, uh, uh, your head's throbbing, and I ain't said bleep yet. I ain't said nothing. <laughs> so, I, I think you can shorten the All Star game and and get a more competitive product. I do. Maybe depends depends on how depends on the rotation and that sort of thing and, and who's but playing. But why are we doing minutes, it? You know. But even if you don't, even if it's not even more if you competitive, you don't shorten it. Okay. Oh no, I'm saying, but even even if it's not more competitive, why why are we doing this? Why are we fixing why are something we, that necessarily we, ain't broke? Why, why are we pretending like it's a real game? Well, right. Like, it's like, not that, well, because it's not that serious. It's anything. actually not that serious. Because you know who it's not that serious to? The players. I, I loved your point about Richfield Coliseum. Uh, and back in the day, how guy, it was an opportunity for guys to... It was their moment where they arrived. It was their moment where they were like, hey, I'm an all-star. And, and it, it matters to people now. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying for the first-timers or, or the young guys, it doesn't matter when they finally make the All-Star game. The All-Star status doesn't even mean what it once did for a variety of well, reasons. Like, saying somebody's an All-Star doesn't carry the same weight as it does. Some of it, I, was, I would start but not end with rings culture. I would start but not end with the fact that the end-all, be-all is were you a champion or did you drive the bus? And so that more than just being a good player. Be, just being a good player, good enough to be an all-star, to me doesn't just carry the same weight as it once did. Like, and espe- like, especially as guys do it multiple times, it just, it just gets taken for granted by the basketball community, it feels like. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm spitballing here. I, well, I don't wrong, know. I don't but know. But it feels like it's taken for granted by the basketball community and therefore by a lot of the players themselves. They're taking their okay. cues from... The culture, if you will, basketball culture. Well, I would say, okay, for example, LeBron, I'm sure we'll talk about him. LeBron is 20th All-Star game. Uh, Dame yep. Willard, uh, uh, you know, your MVP. Tons His first of MVP, games. yes. Yes. Yeah. How you, you going to boot him? Can't boo him. How you going to boot him? Hey. Sidebar. No, no boot him. Like, oh, boo him. I mean, okay. Like, could Halliburton have won it? Sure. 
Well, no, no, he should have. Come on, come on. What's, where's your sense? But of, it's not. It's, what, it's not a born worthy. Where's the sense of drama? Where's the it's sense not of a born like, worthy good, offense? It's not like, booing. Like you shouldn't boring. be booing. But it's just good yeah, business. It's all-star game. Guy from, oh, now we taking it seriously. You got yeah. the guy from the hometown team. It's in Indiana. He makes eight of his first ten threes. He's balling out. Yeah, it been, he it plays been a great the right story. way. Come on, get a damn, get the MVP to Halliburton. It's so stupid. It's so it would have been a great story. It would have been a great story. But you know it what we've been talking about it is today? A great story. If Halliburton had been MVP, we'd be talking about damn. They scored two hundred and eleven points, and Adam Silver seemed disappointed. <laughs> okay, okay, who cares? Yeah. Like it's not that serious. The headline: All NBA All Star Weekend. It's not that serious. Like that's, that's, that's where I'm at with this. He should be. He should be. He should be MVP. Shot. But I would say this. It would have been. But I would say MVP. Yes. For those guys who are out there, and have been MVPs multiple times, and and we know who they are, now, maybe it's not a big deal. And and some guys want to be there for the weekend, not for the game, but it's just an honor to be. Hey, I want to be there. I want to be there. I want to be among the best. I got FOMO. So what? It what's going on? What? Hey, it matters hey, contractually. What, what? Let's not forget that it, it, it matters. You know, like in terms of just this. Don't get me wrong. I'm not shitting on being an all star, especially for the young guys. I'm simply saying I don't know that it's the end all be all that it once was. It matters from a contractual standpoint. It matters from a reputation standpoint saying I'm you're, you're forever known as NBA all star such and such, right? Absolutely. But I think Maybe. the game is not the showcase event. I'm, I'm, I'm really picking it back off of your point earlier. It's not this yeah. showcase event where, where your names and reputations are made. Hell, their sneakers are important or as important as anything at All-Star Weekend now. Now, I do sound like an old man. Uh, some not, real nice sneakers get dropped at All-Star Weekend. But no, it's like it just doesn't define. Maybe that's the word I was searching for. It doesn't define them the way that it seemed to once define a player to be named an yeah. all-star. Like, you know, LeBron's old man humor about, yeah, it was me and Wilt Chamberlain and and, 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 and Bob Cousy, like that, that old man joke that, he, that, that they called him mic'd up, saying on the bench. Yeah. That was, to me, that was representative of, to your point, a LeBron's mindset. I'm not saying it's just LeBron, but LeBron is old enough and wise enough to look back and be like, oh, man, I, I, when I first started, it was, you know, it, it, it was with Grant Hill. It was with Allen Iverson. You know, and like, he can look back and say, oh, I play with some of the greats. I don't know that, the, that, the, that there's as much value placed on the experience as there once this was, is, which is why guys don't take it as seriously. Or oh, part of the reason they don't take it Can you workshop? Let's, hey, workshop this with me. I, you know, I, I, right. I think I may have something here. I have something. I'm not sure if it will work. Uh, but a I'm solution? just going I somewhere. We're going for solutions. Okay, we're going for no, no, no. One more, one more, oh. one more though. Because oh. I, you know, right. I enjoy it. I look. I actually enjoy it. I, I'm not. I'm not disappointed by it because I know what it is. I don't think is. you're I, wrong. I don't think you're it's, wrong. It's 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 fine. It's I look. I know it's a slow period, and we miss NBA games, and the NFL is over, and baseball hasn't started, and you're just like, oh man, I don't know who your favorite hockey team is. You know, maybe you, you're tired of your hockey team right now. I don't know. In Boston, they're slumping. Uh, the Bruins are slumping a little bit, but that's I'm getting I'm getting off track. With the All Star Game, we ca- we have some opportunities to scrutinize and think about what could be. How about this? NBA All Star Game, you're named an All Star. That's one. Part two is 
asking people who wants to like who, who really wants to play. Do you really want to play? Hmm. Do you want to play in the game or do you want to be there for the weekend? You're an all star. You have the choice. You're going to be there regardless. We'll take care of it. You can ha- you can have your seat. You can sit courtside uh, for the dunk mm. contest, three point contest. But can you, can you go still to the have fans? But can you still have fans wants- voting people in that don't want to play or that don't play? Well, maybe because what you next? That's part one. Part two is you find guys who want to play, and they may not even be all stars. So it's all star weekend, but it's an all star game showcase, but they're not necessarily all stars. Does that work? Go on. <laughs> like, go on. If you have, and, and so instead of picking like the, the captains of the, the general managers of the team, where they, they didn't do it this year, but last year, where you pick, hey, this guy, I'm going to take that guy. Now, the all star general managers, the captains of each team, they pick guys who, throughout the league, the whole league is available to you. Hey, be a part of my all star experience. You are my plus. 13 plus 14s. Uh, I got a team of 14 all-stars, some all-stars, and some guys who are just rookies. I like the way they ball. Eastern Conference, Western Conference. I'm picking my 14. You pick your 14. We're going to meet in Indianapolis, and we're going to play a game with a mix of all-stars and guys who are just grinders. Would that work? So I I got a thought. I got a thought separate from this. So this is not me shitting on that thought. Um, All right, go ahead. I'm not one of people that be like, if you want no, 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 I, I just, workshop. I, no, I just don't, I don't know that the format matters. I think it's the lack of stakes. I don't think it's the format. I don't think it, I don't think it matters whether it's East West, whether it's, you know, pick up, whether, you know, remember, remember it's like, oh, the person, remember this, I'm old enough to remember the person who gets picked last, he gonna really be mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, they gonna they gonna it's gonna really be competitive because people gonna get picked and they got egos gonna be it's short absent stakes, short of putting something significant on the line. Shout out to Bud Selig. Short of putting something significant on the line, I don't think the format is going to make guys play harder. I mean, what's but interesting? Format, though, but but it's like the content, but it's the players. It's players. So. Uh, in you're other words, the, like the put some hungry guy, dogs out there. You want to put some yeah, hungry dogs like the out eighth, there? Let them eat. The eighth guy from the Knicks, the eighth guy from the Knicks is uh, the, the the ninth guy from the from the Pacers. The hometown Pacers is in the All Star game, even though he's not technically an All Star. He's in there along with great. You have great players, and you have some, you know, just good players out there who want to play. They, hey, I, I like the so platform. So you're right. Hey, you're try- I don't want to do it. So you're, so you're trying to recreate a little bit of a, you know, Jimmy Butler, like I'll, I'll win with the backups type situation, like one of those. Exactly. To, exactly. Yeah, you know what's got to be frustrating? Another sidebar. Another thought just occurred to me. You know what's got to be frustrating? It's got to be frustrating to, for the NBA to see what a rousing success the play-in tournament was. This manufactured play-in tournament that they managed to get guys to take seriously. But the prestigious all-star game, the 73rd all-star game, it's like, eh, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's fascinating. Because, so, I mean, there's a, there's a way to get Ooh. them to take it seriously. What? I got another one. <coughs> all right. We can do this all day. Maybe you can't play in the all-star game every year. 
You can't play. You're named an all star. You don't play. You know what I'm saying? Like you are named an all star, but we there's mm-hmm. a but it's there's capped. a rule. Like you can't can't, can't play can't, can't get bored. Can't get bored. Yeah. Yeah, you can't play like just like they do with coaches. Hey, you coached the all-star team last year. You're not going to coach it again this year. You know, the next, whoever's next in line. So, yeah, like two yeah. or three all-star games in a row, you have an all-star So, that's rotation. the second time you, you're eliminating the fans. Now, so, it's like, the fan, look, the fans are complaining, or some fans, fans are complaining about the quality. I love the fans. But that's not what they want to see. You can't, you, you can't say, hey, man, sorry, no Steph this year. Hey, no Giannis this year. No LeBron this year. Like, you can't. I, even if you even if you allow okay, them to be named all stars, they want to see them. They want to okay, see because now, this is what I want to know. This is what and, and you know, we 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 were having our conversation. This is what I want to know from the fans. So let's keep it 100 with each other. Like what do you Are want you among those complaining about the all star game, even though you got what you wanted. So you got a chance to see Steph and Giannis and LeBron and Jason Tatum and Dame Lillard and Halliburton, everybody else, are you complaining about it? Because if you are complaining about it, it's not competitive, then I am going to take it out of your hands. You got what you wanted, and you're still not happy. So I'm going to try to make you happier. I'm going to take away something People you want. People don't know what they want. People don't know what they want. Replacing show it to with something more competitive. Okay. So I got, all right, so I got one. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. All right, I'll, I'll play your game here. Except this isn't necessarily a replacement for the all-star game itself. But I think the one thing that unequivocally seemed to be a success was Sabrina versus Steph. That seemed to like, everybody seemed to enjoy that. Is that fair? I'm not everybody. Obviously not everybody. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not, definitely. I'm not, I'm yes. not worried about the people that's going to complain, going back to that, just to complain, going to find a problem with everything. But it seemed to be the most positively received event of the weekend, right? Yeah. Uh, not only would I like to see more of that, more Steph versus Sabrina, more Dame versus Caitlin, you know. We already have WNBA participation. Like, let's take it to a whole nother level. Forget about just the challenges. Forget about, you know, the, uh, you know, the Steph versus Sabrina. Like, is there a way to get a, uh, get a game going? 
where yeah, here we go. The yes. NBA and the WNBA playing a game together, like an actual game. Maybe again, not replacing the All Star game itself, the NBA All Star game itself. No more than I would replace the WNBA All Star game. I'm saying like, let's get let's get Asia off courtside and get her on the court. And let's get them hooping. Let's get them playing a glorified pickup game, which which is the all-star game. That's all it is anyway. Let's get them playing right. a glorified pickup game where the WNBA's brightest stars and some of the NBA's brightest stars get together and play for, I don't know, something. You know what I mean? But the, there seemed to be, even though it's like, I wasn't shocked that Sabrina Onescu was, is a great shooter and can hold her own in a contest, a three-point shooting contest with Steph Curry, that didn't shock me. Like I didn't, I didn't know we were still doing the Billie Jean King thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, the the idea of a woman competing with a man, I thought we'd already graduated past that. But that seemed to, you know, captivate a lot of people's imaginations. It was good for the game. Make no mistake about it. Good for the women's game. Make no mistake about it. So let's see more of it. Let's not only just see that 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 showdown That's great grow, but let's see the men and the women playing together. Um, in a, in a, like I said, a glorified pickup game. Maybe it's Friday night, maybe it's Saturday night. Maybe it's some of the people that you're talking about who aren't the all-stars, the, the, you know, the LeBrons. Maybe it's not LeBron. Maybe it's not Giannis. Maybe it's not Steph. Maybe it's the second-tier all-stars. Maybe it's the fringe all-stars. Maybe it's guys who haven't played in the game. But it would just be nice to see, you know, a mix. Uh, more, more, yeah, of, basically, you know, more, more of this. Give me more of that. No, I think I'm, I'm here for it. Michael, I think that's a great idea. I think that's a great idea. I'd love to see that. And you said you didn't know we were still doing the, you know, some people. Are, are, the battle are of the sexes. The, uh, uh, you know, Bobby Riggs and Billie Jean King. The difference is we're not quite doing that because Bobby Riggs, the whole thing started because Riggs was like, he was washed up himself. Right. He was old. Right. He was right. like, hey, ain't no woman going to beat me. Like, well, are you kidding me? Billy Jean King's go kick your ass. <laughs> you and, go sit Sabrina down somewhere. Will, Sabrina will outshoot most dudes. <laughs> I thought we knew and that. So she did. <laughs> you know? But he was dismissive. And so his problem right. was he was just dismissive. Where, he was Steph, in Texas. Whereas Steph was like, yes, yes. This yes. is. Steph was so embracing Steph, it. Steph, yes. Steph, has, uh, the entire time, has been a supporter mm-hmm. of, of women's college basketball and the WNBA yeah. and Sabrina and just talking about women's basketball. So he is not that guy that, you know, Bobby Riggs is just uh, in a different place. So, yes, we're not doing that anymore. But I will say, if she had won, if she had won, It'd be a different headline. Like now, we're saying it's great. What would the What would the headline be if she had won? Uh, if she had won, it was it's it, it's in a, it's a huge achievement. She took down she took down Steph Curry. Now, some people would say, "Oh, he wasn't trying. He let her win." <laughs> some people would say that, but I think I think most people who watched it would understand. Like this is it's a significant achievement because I'm, I'm going to tell you this: she was at a disadvantage. It had nothing to do with her gender. She's at a disadvantage because she's got to shoot at that line. Not that she can't, but that's her normal. She would have been an advantage if Steph had shot closer. She would have been an advantage because that's just normally what she does. So she had to do something outside of her normal routine. And still put up 26. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I I think it's uh, I think we still need to see things like this. We've made progress. So so you it's know a, what I'm talking about. But it's about. a progressive journey. We ain't there yet. 
So if she had won this thing, that would have been a big deal. And and, and there's still, even though the women's game, both at the professional and the collegiate level, is exploding at an all-time high in terms of popularity right now, uh, is moving the needle, is bringing in the money, like, there's still room for growth. And this was one of those watershed moments, potentially, for the women's game, right? To have, you know, the star of stars in the NBA shoulder to shoulder with one of the WNBA's brightest stars. Okay, then let's keep that going and let's grow it. I, I, I'm glad you like it. Again, just spitballing. Would love to see a mixed gender pickup game, just like you see at the park. Just like, just like you see love in it. practice. Like, these love women it. didn't get this good by only playing women. Like, these women have kicked their fair share of male ass over the course of their journey to the top of their profession. You know? So it's like, why stop with just a one-off? Let's not only grow this three-point, or, or maybe we completely, you know, go WNBA versus NBA three-point contest. Like, maybe there's a way to have three-point shooting teams or something. I don't know, but, like, the, the more of this, the better. The more of this, the better. That's what I'm getting at. Um, that was a success. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of an infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Dunk contest. That vacillates so much year to year. Like last year, <laughs> you gotta take a deep breath. <laughs> yeah, man. You gotta take a why are you taking a deep breath? Did it, it hurt you? Like, listen, they should, that first dunk contest Max every first four dunk, years. But, Let's do it every oh, four every years. Four year. Every four. Put that thing on a, a World years. Cup Olympic schedule. Every four years. We don't need to see that. They don't need, they don't need four years to come up with the same variations of, of the same dunks. For the most part, they might. that first that first dunk from Mac, 
because well, look, man, you're gonna jump over so many people, Shaq included. But that first dunk from Mac, where he tapped, he, that dude's creative. He's he's good for he, the last two years. He has been good for a couple of I've never seen that before dunks. Even though we think we've seen every dunk, whether it's tapping the yeah. backboard first. I didn't, I've never seen somebody. I've never seen somebody do what he did in midair. I've never seen that before. Last year, I never saw yeah, a double did. clutch, reverse. Last year, I never saw somebody tap the backboard and then dunk it like he did last year. He's been fantastic. The problem is he should not be the star of the dunk contest. He should be a co-star. He should be a co-star of the of, of the dunk contest. Like Jalen Brown is not, with all due respect, not a premier enough NBA All Star. To, to carry the show. Like, this needs Ja Morant. This needs Ja Morant. This needs Zion Williamson. This needs somebody who is not quite. This needs to go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you just want to get rid of it all together? You're done with it? You're over it? You're over the dunk contest? Dude, come on. Every four years. Every four years. It's enough. Because, man, like. I mean, it's just so it's it's so lame. It's so lame. It's lame. A lot of times, it's lame. Wait, is hey. the concept of it lame or has it just gotten lame? Which one is or both? What I think you, maybe it's both because I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. It, I like it in the game. I do like it a, a dunk in the game, dunking over somebody. You know, just something you don't expect. A follow up, yeah, miss free, you know, miss free throw, miss shot. Somebody is like, comes. Is it like I said about the three pointer? Like, like it's not yeah. a novel thing anymore. Is it is similar to what yeah, I was saying about I the three pointer? Like, it's like. And you know. I hate. I, I really, and I'm so tired. I'm so tired of the reactions to dunks by media, by by players in the game. Oh, it ain't all that. No, no, it ain't all that. It's not that. No, it's just like, and first of all, it wasn't even a dunk. If you don't get it, if you throw it in forcefully, but your hand does not touch the rim, that ain't a dunk. Stop that. And a lot of people get credit for that. Like it's dunk adjacent where you get up there and you go, huh, and, and, it's, and you do it over somebody. Oh, that's a dunk. Right. You ain't dunk on nobody. Right. You threw it over somebody. I mean, right. I've just seen it. We've seen so much creativity and force from Jordan from the free throw line going back in the day. Doc, uh, Dr. J in the 70s in Denver, David Thompson, uh, Dominique Wilkins in that showdown at Chicago Stadium. But like after last Carter, year, wait, tell the truth. We've last, seen last it. year. Last oh, year. Oh, God. When Mac, when Mac did his thing last year, did you feel this way? Because it feels like yeah. there is this ebb and flow. You did? I don't. I don't remember if yeah. we talked about it. Maybe. I, I, okay. Dude, it needs some. There's this ebb and flow. Some. Like every every four years, every three or four years, somebody saves the dunk contest. Am I lying? There's always this. It's like dunk contest is dead. Dunk contest is dead. Oh, Blake Griffin just jumped somebody, over Kia. Dunk contest is dead. Dunk contest is dead. It's like, oh, here so comes just, Mac. You so know, let's just do right. Let's store up our, our, our ideas. Let's work with some choreographers. Let's work with some artists. So when we get here four years from now, we got a, a lot of great ideas from not just one guy, but maybe eight, eight or nine of them. As, as the, as Michael, the poet Doja you want, Cat. You want the dunk? Hey, can I quote what? Doja Cat? Doja, you need a revamp. 
You need a revamp with a new vibe, sis. I mean, like, come on, we got to do this whole thing over, please. So it's you, want, lame. you want the dunk contest? You want the dunk contest to be like a Sade album? Come on, like every, 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 every blue moon, like you know, like just yeah. a, a rarity. Like, yeah, and we're three thousand sighted, like you know. <laughs> what are they going to do? You want him in the lab longer, okay, Doja Cat? You want him in the lab? Please. You want him in the lab longer? I, I, I want the participants. I want the participants again. I, I'm not sure when it became cool to not be part of the dunk contest when some of the greatest players ever. I I don't want you know. I hate when people be like, "Oh, the first person ever do this." Like, well, no, it happened before. But it felt like <clears throat> LeBron not doing it kind of made it okay for all of his contemporaries and his successors to not do it. And from a superstar standpoint, it's like, dude, everybody who's anybody did the dunk contest. If Dr. J and Michael Jordan and Dominique Wilkins did the dunk contest, which again, back then a dunk meant something different than it does now. Right, exactly. So I hear you on that. It's it's the same conversation you had earlier. Why is it beneath some of these dudes? About a three-pointer, yeah, for sure. No, so it's, it's the same, so you it's feel the about same thing. Yeah, but I, but I, but I didn't say let's abolish the three-pointer, did I? Did I say that? I no, you didn't say abolish, but, but you said the novelty. Contest. The, the novelty, the novelty was, was gone. All right, so yeah, like with a, a lot of great dunkers, like pre two thousand four. Okay, like we're, a lot of like, great what do we think about the dunk contest pre Vince Carter? I almost feel like that was another moment where it was like, oh, the dunk contest is dead. And then Vince Carter come along. Well, I mean, I understand it. Somebody but always, a hero because... always comes. And then a hero comes along, Michael. And somebody always comes along and rescues the but, dunk contest. But here's the problem. It, it's you, you, you said it, you said it perfectly about everything. Everything you just said is not BS. Everything you just said about the dunk, con, uh, about the three point contest applies yeah. To the dunk contest, you have people. The, the the beauty of Julius Julius Irving, the beauty of him, in back in the day was that you ain't see a lot of people doing what Doc did. You ain't see a lot of people doing that. So under the yeah. basket, on the break, just kind of you know punching on right. somebody. Poor Michael Cooper. That's what's still you know a great a, a great scene there. Where Cooper is just like seems to be falling. <laughs> And Doc is rising, and then he gets him. Lakers won that finals, though. Uh, anyway, uh, so Cooper won the Cooper won the war. But you didn't see a lot of people doing that in the '80s. And then in the '90s, there are a lot of dunkers. In 2000s, everybody can do it. High school, you see high school kids doing creative dunks. So it's not the the element of surprise or the element of ooh originality. I haven't seen that before. It's it's no. more and more rare. So yeah, I it's just, just the traditionalist. It's the just traditionalist in me, the traditionalist in me does not want to eliminate the dunk contest or the three point contest. Uh, I so by reimagine you mean remove? Well, <laughs> for three no, years I'm at a time. Every four years. Just every four years. <laughs> okay. hey, everybody gets a. How about this? Everybody gets a great dunker as a choreographer. So, hey, you, this group is going to work with Dominique Wilkins. You're going to work with Michael Jordan. It's like dancing with the stars. They get to, like, talk to these great dancers, and they go out there and see if they can do it. 
Uh, you get to work with, with Dr. J. You work with Vince Carter, all these people who have been imaginative that you work with Blake Griffin. And then let's come back and we're going to limit it. We're going to limit it. It's going to be a small group. I don't want everybody and their mama in a dunk contest. It's a small group. You're, you're a privilege. You can pick you. It's already a small group. They're having a tough time filling out that small group half the time. I want it to be smaller. Like two people? Yeah. You know what? I don't know what you're describing is much different than what it is. I mean, because there are there are more there are better dunkers, with all due respect to my man Mac. I like Mac, but there are better dunkers courtside. Reacting like you just did, then there are in, okay. in the competition. You ever, you ever seen one of these college or high school dunk me. contests? Man, these things like the the idea of a dunk contest to me can still it can still be fun. Just like look, the three point contest, it, it, look, it's still it's still interesting. It's just not again, it's not novel. It doesn't mean what it once did to be the three point shooting champion. Given the participants, to me across the board, I think the theme that we've hit on here is one of participation like it's it's the who more so this is me workshopping here it's the who more so than the how in other words like you're you're advocating for different types of people different caliber players to be front and center in the all-star game i'm advocating for more of sabrina more of asia more of the wnba's uh current and future Caitlin Clark uh, superstars being more of a participant than they already are in all in NBA All-Star Weekend. And in the case of the dunk contest and the three-point contest, we're talking about them having fallen off um, from their lofty perches from what I'm gathering because of who's in it. Because you're not going to tell me that okay. Max Dunks aren't, aren't exceptional. It's just because he's a G-leaguer. And it's like, okay, that was a great story last year. We didn't want to see it two years in a row. Like, Jalen Brown can't be the highest profile name in a dunk contest, you know, in, in a modern dunk contest. And, so yeah, I think it's the participation. And listen, in a three-point three contest, don't get me wrong. Yeah. There, are some, there, are be, there are great players that participate in three-point contests still, obviously. There are great players that still do that. The dunk contest just kind of feels like nobody really wants to do it. I'm not sure where that came from. I'm not sure where them, and that's why I say maybe it's LeBron. Maybe it's LeBron, maybe it's something else, but it's almost like people feel like they have more to lose than to gain by participating in the dunk contest, and I'm not sure where they get that idea from. All right, let me ask you this. Seriously, all right, watching the NBA game and a guy gets a breakaway, do you sit on the edge of your seat and say, oh, what's he going to do now? A breakaway. In a game? Breakaway no. dunk. In a game. In a game, no, no. Especially, is there anybody especially depending on when it is forward. in the game. Because if it's at a key point in the game, they're not going to do nothing crazy and blow the dunk. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, in the game, no. Do you have it in your mind that somebody, if I ask you this now, who's the best dunker in the NBA? Do you have, is it Ja? Do you have an answer? Of like, who's the best probably, dunker probably, in the NBA? I think the person who I enjoy seeing dunk the most would probably be Ja. Yeah, I, pro okay. I would probably like enjoy seeing Joe, which is why he's such a natural for the dunk contest. Yes, I just, I, I just, the game is just. We may have to come up with a different contest to kind of reflect what the game is today. The game is just so uh, wide open. I, I've just, we've seen it. 
we see it in the game. Like if somebody dunks in the game, like okay, that's that's great. Like LeBron with his breakaways, you know, he, you know, he's rocking the baby and all that. Okay, that's nice. Thank you. Okay, now what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just now, you now you do sound old. Now, now you now you now you definitely sound old. You just want to go with the whole thing. Everybody just go home. It's fine, man. It's fine. It's fine. Like you know, uh, just a dunk. It's just a dunk. It's not even that. You know, everybody can do it now. Hey, um, the other you mentioned the party. There's the party. There's the uh, the party aspect of the the All Star All Star Weekend. Um, There is the uh, the convention. That is, it's, the, it's an yeah. NBA convention. Uh, there's the availability. There's always people making news. So LeBron spoke on Sunday because uh, he wasn't there Saturday, but he spoke on Sunday before the game, um, mm-hmm. and uh, he just talked about the reality, which is which is a, a was an interesting reality when I think about it. Like, it's hard for me. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Imagine, but we've obviously been here before. We've been here with Kobe, we've been here with Jordan, we've been here with Kareem. You know, it, there's everything has a beginning, has an end, Neil. And so, like, there is going to be an NBA without LeBron James, as hard as it is to imagine. LeBron sees the end, he's closer to the end than he is to the beginning, and he spoke openly about what the end might look like. I was asked this question a couple of days ago Will you kind of take the farewell tour? Or were you kind of just Tim dunking it? I'm 50-50. Um, I'm going to be honest because there's times where I feel like I guess I owe it to my fans that's been along this journey with me for two decades plus to be able to give them that moment, you know, where it's every city and whatever the case may be, and, you know, to give you your flowers or whatever the case may be, you know, and, and that seems cool. Um but the other side of I've never been that great with um, accepting, like, praise. 
Um, it's, a, it's a weird feeling for me. Um, I never really talked about it much, but it's just a weird feeling for me. So to, to go in each city, if that's the case, I don't know. I've seen, I've seen Mike's. I've seen Kobe's. I've seen a lot of guys. Um, I just don't know how much I, how I feel. I don't know if I will feel great about it. Maybe the only child in me, maybe. But, um, but I don't know. Um, but I am a Laker. And uh, I, I am I'm happy and been very happy being a Laker the last six years. And, uh, and hopefully it stays that way. Okay, let's, let's go ahead and, if you will, let's table the, the Laker talk. We can do that another day. There's plenty of time to talk yep. about LeBron's next team. Yep. Okay, whether it's the Lakers or somebody else. We'll table that. We'll just focus There's in no on that. There's no next team. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. End of conversation. Um, I want to yep. focus in on the, uh, the farewell tour remarks and the uh, not good at accepting praise remarks. Typically, I find, I find that those who say they don't like attention <laughs> are the biggest attention whores. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, like it, without fail, without fail, people are oh, like, oh, I can't stand good. attention. I don't like being the center of attention. Oh. Like, I don't want to be the, the focus. Don't make me the focus. <laughs> it's not about me. I'm not comfortable with this. Right. <laughs> it's like. Really? Come on, LeBron. Stop like, that. Like, like, really? Like, I, Since when? Receiving praise. Like, you haven't? I mean, the king oh, courts praise. I didn't know that. I mean, look, it's, this is not a criticism. Like, I love LeBron as much as the next man. And I didn't even try to call my man a liar, but I am like a little... Uh, really? That's, that's really surprising like, to me. That's like, a surprising <laughs> comment. Uh, yeah. Like, really? Can we say that? Like, you would be uncomfortable? Be in the center of attention, receiving your flowers. Okay, okay, you say so. Um, having said at the that, end of your I, career, <laughs> right? I don't, I don't think he's fifty-fifty on it. I, I don't think there's any way. Like Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan'd it because he's Tim Duncan. LeBron has never conducted himself like Tim Duncan, so he's not going to Tim Duncan it. You are not going to deprive. You are LeBron James, okay? You are not going to deprive yourself of something Dwayne, Dwayne Wade got, something Kobe Bryant, of course, got, something all the greats have gotten. It's going to be okay? bigger than that. It's going to be bigger than it all. It, you want to talk about parties? Film. It's going to be gonna a Taylor be a, Swift, right. Beyonce gonna, film. We, They're going to make a film right. about his last... What are you talking They're about? In it. it's, They're already in it. I mean, it's going to be I like... Mean, come uh, on. It's, 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 it's like one of those movies, like, oh, they're in here. It's good, like we saw Usher's halftime show. You'll put Usher to shame with all the cameos he had. Okay. Yeah, yeah and they, all of them going to be in it, too. It's going to be Jay, Beyonce, this Usher, is gonna be a Jermaine Dupree going to be up in there. Uninterrupted Luda. production in theaters only. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, this Sponsored, is, I, I don't. Co-sponsored by Nike and Spring Hill. Boy, stop. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I mean, a farewell you know tour to is. end all farewell tours. I mean, there. Okay, I don't know any. I don't know any superstar who has been more in touch with what is said about him or what isn't said about him than LeBron James. 
I just the idea of. I don't. That's the funny thing. That's the funniest thing know. you said in a long time. I don't, I don't know if I want a farewell tour. All-time lead scorer, you just got Tim Duncan it? Like, you, you spent your whole career... You, been, you spent your whole hey, career in the center of attention. Welcoming. Where's LeBron? Where's LeBron? Everybody see LeBron? And, he's, and, and, he, is, and, and he has he's wielded retired. that power. He's wielded that power, that influence, over his organizations, over the league, over... The sport over the culture, he has wielded that power and influence masterfully. And all jokes aside, he deserves a farewell tour. If anybody deserves a farewell tour, it's LeBron James. Like there's no okay. there's no way but not only not only should he not only will he not want to be deprived of a farewell tour, regardless of what he said, like we should be able to give him a farewell farewell tour. That's as much about us and as fans and as a basketball community. As it is about the person we're saying goodbye to, you know. Well, I, I will tell you this, and all that, all all the things you said are true. But let's just push this forward. He answered the question, whether we agree with everything he said or not. He answered the question. He answered the question thoughtfully. He has mm-hmm. this has been on his mind. So, I am. I would not be surprised if all of this happens in the 2024-25 season, meaning next year, last year. That's a lot to be talking about. Like, if that's not on your mind, you say, hey, I'm looking forward to the second half of the season, which he did say. He did say that. That was part of it. I'm looking forward to the second half of the season. We got some momentum going here. Uh, I'm just... I take it year by year. I don't know. Uh, I'm enjoying playing basketball. I got a lot to give this game. No, no. I think we got a little window into what he's thinking. I would not be shocked if next year is LeBron James's last year playing in the NBA because you don't give that much thought to it unless you've given that much thought to it and you're close to making a decision. And look, he even talked about it. He's open about a lot of things. He's open about his ankle and how, hey, he's not going to, he can be out there against, with these guys, but he's not going to play that much. And he didn't play that much in the All-Star game. And he didn't play in the game before, the last game before the All-Star game against Utah. He didn't play in that game. And LeBron is, has reached a point in his career. This, this year he's going to be 40 uh, in December. So, look, man, you're playing like he does. And you're de- you're dependent on like he is at 40. We've never seen it before in the history of basketball. Someone that age who is right. relied on so much to deliver for his team has not happened. And so that the reason it hasn't happened is just it can't you know, physically okay. you will break down, which is what is happening to him. I think last okay. year is it for him. So let me next year. So let me uh, I mean, ne- I mean next me, year. I think next year is yeah, it for him. Yep. So let me stop. Let me stop calling cap for a second and actually examine this from, you know, the other side or his perspective. Because okay, there is a way that he could Tim Duncan it, as he said, just walk away without any kind of fanfare, and it would make sense despite the person that we think we've come to know over the last twenty odd years. And you just you just you just hit on it. You just hit on it. Is if the, there's one trump card he could have 
over everybody. And if he, if he could walk away, from, he could walk away from this game saying he never declined. Like, like, and one way to beat, one way to beat Father Time, one way to, one way to beat Father Time, is to, is to call it, is to, is to get out the ring. Like the reason Father Time first. is undefeated is the reason Father Time got me. is undefeated is because people stay in the ring with him. And, you know, and, be, and people keep trying to fight time. If he just decides, I'm done. And I'm going to leave at the peak of my powers, even in my 40s, as opposed to letting my game decline ever so slightly. Like, he'd be the only player to ever have his entire career was his prime. If he decided just to walk, as opposed to, because usually the farewell tours, the guy, it's obvious to everybody that he has to retire. His game has slipped. He may have flashes here and there. But he's no longer this focal point, this elite player, this top, you know, five, ten, whatever player that LeBron still is. So if LeBron, you know, blew off his farewell tour, it could be because he decides to walk when we or he least expects it. In other words, like, let's say next year is his last year, not because he intends for it to be his last year, it's because after next year, let's say he's able to play with Bronny or whatever. After next year, he's just like, you know, I've done all I want to do in this game, and I, I don't need to come back and put my body through everything it takes to maintain the standard of excellence that I've had over two decades. Like, you know, it looks like he can just roll out of bed and do this, but the amount of work that he has to put into uh, maintaining his body in the offseason uh, and during the season uh, and the wear and tear that he must still feel, even as you know, even as a forty-year-old, um, he may just decide he doesn't want to do that anymore. So it's less about, hey, do I want people to know? It, it, hopefully, I'm making sense here. Do I want people yeah. to know that I'm retiring and I want to be showered with flowers? And it's more about, oh, I don't know if I'm going to retire this year or next year. Like he may just decide to surprise himself and us and say, you know what? I want to I want to go into entertainment full time. You know, I want to go into philanthropy full time. Yeah. I want to yeah. I want I want to go home and be a family man. I I just I don't I want to do what it takes. Not that I don't love the game, not that I don't love competing. I don't want to do what it takes to be LeBron James anymore. Yeah, and all that I don't I don't want anybody I don't want anybody to remember me for anything other than the king, you know, like and the guy. Here's the other thing. Here's the other, the very human part. So we, not, we're talking about the part that we can't relate to. Well, you can't relate to, you know, being the best player of all time, but, but, but I can. Um, no, we talked about a part that, that we can't relate to, um, the basketball part. But here's the part we can, and everybody else listening to us and watching us can. When you turn 30, you kind of reassess and you think, okay, what do I want to do now? What does this mean? For some people, it doesn't mean anything. I'll just keep going. But for others, it's like a point. It's a point of reflection. It's a point, you know, I'm going to be pensive here. I'm going to think about what 30 means to me. And what did I just say? In December, he's going to turn 40. This might be the time. And it's not about, oh, being elite and what I want to put my body through. It's just, hey, I'm 40 years old. And I've played basketball since I was a teenager and I've got 
I'm a billionaire and I've got businesses and partnerships and interest and here's my wife who's been here the entire time and I would like to just live without being dependent on an NBA schedule. So I'm 40 mm -hmm. years old and now it's time to go. That might be it. Yeah. It might be. I, that's why I think I, it's coming. It's coming. I, I would uh, not to turn this into my bets, but I, I wouldn't be shocked at all. I wouldn't be shocked at all if um, 2024, 25, there it is, LeBron James lets it go. He'll still be a top 10 player. I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen a player his age be in the top 10 ever. So no, he retires. No, absolutely, absolutely he re not. Yeah, I mean, not in the NBA I'm talking about. Um, no, I got retires, it. Yes, no, for sure. And, yeah. and he walks away and he's got, uh, he, he's done, he really has done everything. You know, all the things you talk about, competitiveness and love of the game and championships and making, uh, making situations and franchises and, and uh, communities better. All of that. He's done it all. Nothing else to prove. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.